Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, you're listening to House of Cards. Today, the game is different. I want to gamble. Gambling is a very serious business. Is that clear? Welcome to House of Cards. Dave Weishelder with you here, deep from the swamps of Jersey. we got a great show coming up for you. It seems like everyone's been talking about this new book called Gambler, Secrets from a Life at Risk, which chronicles the incredible life of Billy Walters. This guy was an incredible gambler, an amazing businessman, and this brilliant new book is packed with the fascinating stories of Billy's life. Even has a couple of chapters on the system he used to become one of the greatest sports bettors ever. And we are going to talk with the writer who brought this story to life. Armin Katane is a multi-Emmy award-winning journalist and did an incredible job in collaboration with Billy Walters to write this book. When we come back, part one of my interview with Armin Katane on the book Gambler, Secrets from a Life at Risk. So stick around. We'll be right back with House of Cards. Hey, this is Dave Weishadol from House of Cards with your House of Cards gaming report for the week of January 1st, 2024. Hard Rock International and the Tahone Indian Tribe broke ground on a new casino project in California. The Hard Rock Hotel and Casino Tahone will be the closest Class 3 casino to Los Angeles and will have 400 hotel rooms, 150,000 square feet of gaming space, 2,500 slots, 48 table games, and video poker. Phase 1 of construction will approximately last 22 months, with Phase 2 being completed in another 20 months. In 2024, not only will Keeneland celebrate the 100th running of the Bluegrass Stakes, it will award a season-record prize pool during their spring meet. Keeneland will award a season-record $8.1 million for 19 stakes during the 2024 spring meet, which will run 16 days from April 5th to the 26th. Opening day of the spring meet will feature the 86th running of the Ashland. And finally, poker players rejoice because the World Series of Poker announced dates for this year's WSOP. The 55th annual WSOP will take place from May 28th through July 17th, and the $10,000 main event will run from July 3rd to the 17th. The tournament will be held at Paris, Las Vegas, and Horseshoe Casinos with a full tournament schedule to be released later in 2024. Poker players start practicing now. Have any news or tips regarding casinos, gaming, or legislation? Send us an email at newsroom at houseofcardsradio.com and follow us on Twitter at HOC Radio. For more than 30 years, SCCG Management has set a standard of excellence unmatched in the global gaming industry. From startups to established companies, SCCG Management and its team of experienced leaders help each of their clients navigate the ever-changing, fast-moving business of gaming in all its forms. Sports betting, iGaming, eSports, casino technology, SCCG Management provides a global network to connect its clients with the right strategic partners for growth on a global scale. SCCG also works with entrepreneurs, providing capital and resources to assist in the development of new and innovative products. Products and platforms. Whether you're looking to enter the U.S. market, expand your reach to other parts of the world, or establish your business in the global gaming industry, look to SCCG Management for the guidance you need. SCCGmanagement.com, expert solutions for strategic success. You're listening to the House of Cards. Why, you cheap crook, stealing a baby's bank. It's only a lend-lease. I figured a bet on the 50 to 1 shot and double a baby's money. Why, you imbecile. Why don't you pick a 100 to 1 shot and triple it? Oh, okay. Welcome back to House of Cards. Dave Weishaddle with you. I'm excited to talk to our next guest because he was involved in writing one of the best books that I've read in a long time. The name of the book is Gambler, Secrets from a Life at Risk, which is the story of legendary gambler Billy Walters. And Armin Katane did a masterful job of bringing the story of Billy to the public. And we are lucky and thrilled to have multiple Emmy Award winning journalist Armin Katane on the line. Armin, thank you so much for joining us. 
Oh, my pleasure, Dave. Uh, first off, congratulations. Absolutely an amazing book. I told you off air, I think I read it in like in a day and a half. It was so interesting, I couldn't put it down. If you're a professional sports better or you're a sports book operator or if you're in the business in sports betting, you've certainly heard the name Billy Walters. I, I'm curious, as a journalist, when did you first hear the name Billy Walters? Well, that's a funny story. Um, so in uh, the mid-'80s, um, the specific date would be a March of 1986. I was at Sports Illustrated as a writer reporter. They're pretty much their top investigative reporter. And the magazine did a special section, 32 pages, special report mm -hmm. on gambling in America. And one of the uh, stories that was part of that section was the first national story on the computer group. And I did a lot of reporting on the computer group on a story that was written by Robert Boyle. Mm -hmm. And because I'm a little weird in certain ways with obsessiveness, <laughs> I still have that file, that wow. computer group file. So um, Billy's name was not in the story, um, but Billy's name was all over the reporting in the story um, because he was moving all the money for the computer group. And when they did all the search warrants, Relative to the computer group case, the FBI, Billy's name was literally almost on every single search warrant. So <laughs> when I was approached to do this book in June of 2020, the first thing the person, Glenn Bunting, who represents Bill in um, strategic communications and PR, he said, do you know Billy Walters? And I'm like, the computer group Billy Walters? <laughs> yeah, that's who Billy Walters is. So that was that was my first, um, the second iteration of the first time I um, I ran across Bill, and um, you know, June of 2020 turned into a, a couple of months of Bill and I talking. Um, I wrote a couple sample chapters that he really liked, and so we came to an agreement in September of 2020 that um, you know I would collaborate with him on the book. Mm -hmm. um, and honestly, Dave, I, I thought in my head it would take about a year and a half um, to write the book. Pretty early on, I realized that was an, uh, underestimating the, uh, <laughs> the scope and the depth of Billy's life. Uh, it, and so what was a one-year project or 18 turned into a three-year project. And um, honestly, I don't think the way Billy is as far as his um, obsessiveness obsessiveness with the tail and wanting to get things right. Mm -hmm. I think three years was probably the right number. <laughs> I, I got, it's an absolutely fascinating life. I, again, the book is called Gambler Secrets from a Life at Risk, and it chronicles the life of Billy Walters, who really had a pretty difficult upbringing. Basically, the structure in his early life came from his grandmother. Tell us about his upbringing in Kentucky. Well, it's, it's really, I think, to me, probably the most amazing part of a amazing life. Yeah, I mean, if you yeah. think about Bill's life, it's really three or four or five different lives mm -hmm. strung together. Um, the first one, you know, he's born into rural poverty in Mumfordville, Kentucky. Um, his dad dies when he's 18 months old. He doesn't really ever know his father. Um, his mom, who is about 14 years younger than uh, his father, immediately kind of hightails it north to Louisville, leaving three children in the hands of relatives. Billy, by the grace of God, gets left into the hands of his grandmother, who is mm -hmm. the most, I would say, seminal influence in yeah. Bill's life, certainly when it comes to discipline and and um, respect for others and, and doing the right thing. Um, by the time he's seven or eight years old, he's mowing lawns, he has a paper route, he's shining shoes, and the part that you just can't make up, his Uncle Harry owns a pool hall, the yeah. QNR pool hall in Woodville. <laughs> and Uncle Harry becomes the de facto babysitter when grandmother is working her two jobs that she's working. So by the time Billy's four years old, he's in the back corner of the pool room standing on Coke boxes um, and got a pool cue in his hand. And by the time he's 10 years old, he's known as the kid. He's a pool hustler mm -hmm. um, and, and a very good nine ball player. But that's just like the beginning of the second first part of his life. 
by the time he's 17, the first girl he ever dates in high school gets pregnant. Billy's a junior in high school when he's married with a child at 17 years old. He barely scrapes through. Um, and then by 19, he's the best used car salesman in the state of Kentucky. Mm-hmm. At 19 years old, he's making $56,000 a year, which is the equivalent of about a half a million dollars in today's dollars. Um, but he's burdened through every last dollar of it gambling, staying out, chasing around, not with women, but just with his buddies, yeah. gambling on anything that moves. And then just to kind of fill out that first part of his life, by the time he's 23 years old, he's been married twice and he has three kids. So that's generally, in my mind, that's a, you could write a book just about that first part of Billy's life. Oh, no, it's and, absolutely incredible. Yeah. And the fact that he survived that, the first part of the Horatio Alger story, um, <laughs> and didn't just become a, you know, a total loser and a degenerate, um, to me is amazing. And it has so much to do with, with Bill's fortitude and mm-hmm. his discipline um, now, not so much then. But his, I think Billy always wanted to be great at something. What that was going to be, um, I don't think he was very certain about it at certain times of his life. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, I, when I was writing that section, that part of the book, it was just so enjoyable because it's literally like something out of a movie. You know, you're trying yeah. to like, really, this is true. And, and trust <laughs> me, I talked to a lot of people beyond Bill. In fact, I think I did 60 different interviews independent of what I, the hundreds of hours I spent talking to Bill thousands of hours um, just to confirm the, the scenes and the settings and the stories, because some of them you're like, Bill, that can't be true. And then turn <laughs> <sure> off. <laughs> it well, was true. Stick around. We'll be right back with more house of cards. Attention. If you owe back taxes to the IRS, the IRS is cracking down by hiring 87,000 new agents to garnish your paycheck and put liens on homes and businesses. They can even seize your bank account. The IRS calls it enforced compliance, and now they have the manpower to get you. Penalties and interest on unpaid taxes compound daily. So call One Stop Tax Relief Shop and get the IRS off your back. They're experts in the Fresh Start Initiative, one of the biggest breaks the IRS has ever offered. Call 800-353-2174. 800-353-2174. One Stop Tax Relief has resolved thousands of cases since 2014 and saved clients millions of dollars. Call now for a free consultation. Get the IRS off your back. Call Auto Accident Help Desk is a marketing agency connecting callers with attorneys. Providers pay a fee for advertising services. I love getting my kids ready and driving them to school. But a careless driver can change your life in an instant. And insurance companies want to settle on the cheap. Auto Accident Help Desk connects victims with powerful lawyers. They fight for you. I called Auto Accident Help Desk and got help for my pain and suffering. Don't let an insurance company take advantage of you. Our attorneys fight and beat big insurance every day. Call 800-297-9766. 800-297-9766. If you've been injured in an automobile accident in the last six months, you owe it to yourself to make this free call with no obligation. We're available 24-7 to help you get the money you deserve for your pain and suffering. Auto Accident Help Desk helps accident victims like you every day. Call 800-297-9766. You're listening to the House of Cards. Is is that good? Do, do I want that? Oh, yeah. You want that. Well, fantastic, then.
Welcome back to House of Cards. Dave Weishaddle with you. This portion of House of Cards is brought to you by SCCG Management, delivering technology-driven capability expertise and customer and business value to the gaming industry for over 30 years. For more information, go to sccgmanagement.com. For those of you just joining us, I am talking with multi-Emmy award-winning journalist Armin Katain about his new book, Gambler Secrets from a Life at Risk, about the legendary gambler Billy Walters. What was amazing to me is how driven he was. I mean, yeah, he was yeah. making money in the pool rooms. I think he placed his first sports bet at nine years old on the Yankees and the Dodgers World Series. But, you know, he was working yeah. several jobs to get the money he was betting with. For me, I thought he was a very intelligent person who was just incredible at absorbing information around him. What did you see as the characteristic that made him not only a successful gambler, but also a successful businessman? Well, I think that's very astute. I think he's absolutely driven. And I I think, you know, if you drilled down and said what was behind all that, I think losing your father when you're 18 months old and never really getting to know him at all. I think Bill in his own way was trying to prove to his father that he was a success mm -hmm. and that even though his father would never know a single thing about that, um, when Billy could look at out at when he would stand on his grandmother's porch and look out over to the Mumfordville Cemetery, which was right across the street. And I actually was there when we took a tour of his hometown and, and Louisville together. Um, I think he was talking to his father in a lot of ways. You know, I'm going to prove to you that I'm I'm better than, than what other people might think of me. Um, so there's that. And then the other side of the equation is Billy it absorbs information, whether it's in sports betting mm -hmm. or whether it was in the stock market or whether it was making a business deal. He would never go into a meeting he would rarely, if ever, make a bet. Um, early on, he made some major mistakes in the stock world in investing, but now um, he absorbs information and can process information um, like a computer. And he's very disciplined, um, but he's also a um, zero-sum game kind of a businessman. He is, he is going to have answers to every single question that a potential partner is going to have or a potential acquisition that he wants to make. Um, I mean, you don't own or co-own 22 car dealerships sure. and 13 golf courses in addition to doing the kind of sports gambling that he was doing from the beginning of the college football season through the mm -hmm. probably the final four. Um, some years betting year around 365 days a year. But I think you're right, Dave. I think his his processing um, capabilities. But Billy's also he likes to win, yeah. you know, <laughs> and he's willing to put in the time and the effort, and has tremendous discipline. Um, now um, that all, when you add all that up, you 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 you. I think you have a tremendous advantage in, mm -hmm. in the world of whether it's in the world of sports betting, um, stock market investing, or or business. And there's not a lot of guesswork with with Bill Walters. And trust me, you know when you spend three years with him. I mean, I did the math one day, and I, I figured I spent um, north of seven thousand hours wow. working on the book. Um, and I can tell you. I had co-written three other autobiographies of Mike Singletary and Catfish Hunter and George Lopez, the actor, comedian, and Bill spent more time on the book than those three men combined. And that's not to say that they were blown off their part of the equation. It's just to say that Bill was obsessive and he must have read various versions of the manuscript at least 20 different times. And I know on two occasions and probably more, he went over the manuscript line by line, word by word, at least twice. And I've never, um, from my, from the co-author perspective, <clears throat> I never had anybody that was that detailed and that um, concerned about getting everything absolutely right. 
One of his big successes came in the late 70s and early 80s in Louisville when he set up shop as a bookmaker. And unfortunately, that got the attention of the officials and he was indicted because of that activity. Tell us what happened in his time as a bookmaker in Louisville. Well, it's interesting. You know, Bill had, I think it, for the most part of his teens and into his 20s, he was as big a better as there was mm-hmm. Um, in Louisville, which is no, as you might imagine, that's not a small pool of people that like no. to gamble in that in that town. Uh, I mean, Bill would bet on anything. Horses, <laughs> he could be flipping nickels against the bathroom wall for for a dollar, you know, a hundred dollars a, a you know a flip. So um, he saw opportunity. Um, he saw a lot of the guys that would come Monday morning looking for the envelope from Bill Walters. Yeah in their Cadillacs going, you know, wait a second here. Uh, they're getting both sides of the action. I'm on the losing side most of the time. Um, maybe I can do better. Maybe I can get better odds. Maybe I can um, stay open longer. Maybe I can um, have better customer service. Uh, maybe if you bet the entire card, it's 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 $1.05 instead of $1.10. Um, and he, at the same time, there was a mayor who was cracking down on all the illegal gambling. And, and that was one of the, the pillars of his campaign. And Billy's not in Louisville proper. He's, he's in another County thinking he's safe. Mm-hmm. Well, he's not the, the, you know, the state police and, and the, the cops bust in and Billy gets busted. And um, he had the good fortune. If there is such good fortune of hiring the best criminal defense attorney yeah. in the in the certainly in Louisville and probably the state of Kentucky, a guy by the name of Frank Haddad Jr. And um, you know, Billy by that time um, had burned out in the in the car business. He went from selling used cars to um, going to a bigger lot to becoming an independent wholesaler, where he would go up to the auctions in the neighboring states primarily Indianapolis, and buy 20 cars at a pop and was overleveraged and was playing the floating title game, it just wore him out. Um, and so he got out of that and he opened a bar. And, and then um, from the bar, there was the betting yeah. on the Super Bowl and other things. And the next thing you know, he's a bookmaker. But, you know, Frank and Dad told him, he said, Billy, um, you got two options here you can either get out of the bookmaking business or you can get out of town. Yeah. And, you know, Billy, this to me is one of the, um, you got that. Uh, it, it, it's hard to believe, you know, Billy's an, he, he's addicted to gambling. He's got an alcohol problem. Well, where's the one place <laughs> that a person that's, who's got a vice? When I read that, that was the, that was the first yeah, thing I thought of. I yeah, was like, wow. To Vegas. Uh-huh. But it's the only place, Nevada's obviously the only place in the, in the, in the union that at the time that sports gambling was legal. Mm-hmm. And, but as we say in the book, you know, that's a place that he eats, um, you know, addicts for lunch and dreams <laughs> for dinner. And, uh, and, but Billy, to his credit, um, with Susan, thank God, mm-hmm. you know, his wife's now of 47 years. Um, who is a saint yeah. uh, with a capital S, um, they decide to go to Vegas. And to me, it's like, well, there's another chapter of Billy's life that opens up. And as you well know, Dave, Vegas in the uh, early 80s, yeah. um, a little different than it is today, for sure. Well, that was my question. I mean, What effect did living and moving to Las Vegas have on him? He certainly met some of the best poker and golf buddies anyone could ever find. So what effect did Vegas have on Billy? Well, I think it was the biggest thing that ever happened to Billy. That was the it was a crazy. I mean, before he left, when he was thirty two years old, back in Louisville, I think it was four of his friends got together and they actually had an over under on whether Billy would live till he was thirty five years wow. old. Wow! Okay. And it was I think it was five hundred. No, it was five thousand dollars a man. Wow! And nobody took nobody took the over. I mean, everybody <laughs> took the under. Um, nobody thought Billy was gonna live past his mid thirties. Well, 36, he goes to Vegas and he had been laying money off for the computer group in Louisville because he 
had a guy, he was laying off money from his own bookmaking operation in Pittsburgh. Mm -hmm. And the Pittsburgh guy was laying off money for the computer group. For those that don't know what the computer group was, your audience, I'm sure, does. You know, it was the most, it was the first syndicated sports betting operation that used, you know, computer data and computer algorithms um, to go up against the book. Mm -hmm. And for about, I would say, a five or six or seven year period, they just absolutely crushed the books. They were winning 60% of their, as much as 60% of their games and betting millions every week. So Billy eventually became the biggest layoff guy for uh, the computer group. So when he came to Vegas, the computer group was up and running, started by Michael Kent. Um, and, um, and then he became really a, a pivotal focal point of, of that operation. But at the same time, I mean, he's carrying around all these addictions with him. Yeah. Um, and it, it takes Bill about seven or eight years before he has this pivotal moment, um, a moment of crisis where he stops drinking and he stays out of the casinos. And that was a, that was an, another, um, another life for Bill. But, as you said, um, Doyle Brunson, Chip Reese, Dewey Tomko, uh, Stewie Unger, um, Sarge Ferris, Jack Binion. Um, j- that's just the, the rounders that he was hanging out with. And at the same time, you know, he's learning um, how to really be a really good poker player and Texas Hold'em player. Um, but he's also learning from Chip Reese money management and that was a absolutely pivotal moment in bill's life because chip was the best money manager um i think bill has ever seen um rest his soul and again these sort of opportunistic um times or moments where bill gets touched on the shoulder by some higher power but he's smart enough to learn from it and um, his relationship with Chip um, really, I think, is at the heart of Billy's betting system now mm-hmm. um, in so many ways about when you're talking about, you know, not, you know, discipline is critical. Um, his formula is not to bet, you know, if his bankroll is, I'm just going to throw a number out, 10,000, he never would bet more than one um to 3% of his bankroll. So he'd never bet more than $300 on a single game. And I think that as we were working on those chapters, um, you really understand that that discipline is, is part of Billy's DNA, um, whether it's in business or um, investing or, or certainly in sports betting. But um, that Vegas world, <clears throat> I mean, for those that have seen the movie Casino, yeah. Um, Joe Pesci played um, a character that was based on Tony Spilatro, who was just a uh, villainous, um, who took great um, joy in using industrial tools, blowtorches and wrenches and vices and things like that to, um, uh, to get his way. And he, and he was a reign of terror in Vegas. You know, at the same time, you got Lefty Rosenthal there and, and the town is kind of blowing up in its, it's being taken over by organized crime from Chicago, the outfit. And Billy's in the middle of that yeah, um, yeah. in a lot of different ways. So the fact that he survived that period of his life is another one of those hard to believe stories. Stick around. We'll be right back with more House of Cards. Some people like knocking boots. How to do? While others get lucky. And some just get it on. 
No matter how you do it or what you call it, Adam and Eve makes your whoopee hot with 50% off almost any one sexy item. Just enter offer code BOOTS2 at checkout and get 50% off plus 10 free gifts, including free shipping. First, get busy with a gift for you. Shake the sheets with something exciting for them and hit a home run with a third item you'll both enjoy. Sounds like someone hit the sweet spot. Plus six free bonus gifts that'll make you say, Bow chicka wow wow. Adam and Eve is tapping that offer. Oh yeah. With 50% off and 10 free gifts, including free shipping. Use offer code BOOTS2 at adamandeve.com now. That's offer code BOOTS. Boots 2 at adamandeve.com. Auto Accident Help Desk is a marketing agency connecting callers with attorneys. Providers pay a fee for advertising services. I love getting my kids ready and driving them to school. But a careless driver can change your life in an instant. And insurance companies want to settle on the cheap. Auto Accident Help Desk connects victims with powerful lawyers. They fight for you. I called Auto Accident Help Desk and got help for my pain and suffering. Don't let an insurance company take advantage of you. Our attorneys fight and beat big insurance every day. Call 800-297-9766. 800-297-9766. If you've been injured in an automobile accident in the last six months, you owe it to yourself to make this free call with no obligation. We're available 24-7 to help you get the money you deserve for your pain and suffering. Auto Accident Help Desk helps accident victims like you every day. Call 800-297-9766. 800-297-9766. You're listening to House of Cards. Your Majesty, the royal wrestlers await. I'll bet on the little guy. How much? 3,000 guineas, two geese, and a duck. That's a foul bet. Welcome back to House of Cards. Dave Weishato with you. House of Cards is brought to you by the Life Hack Pack from More Labs. Unlock your best self with the Life Hack Pack from More Labs. The Life Hack Pack contains two bottles of morning recovery, two bottles of Dreamwell, and two bottles of liquid focus. The Life Hack Pack is specially designed to help you live your life not just better, but smarter. Use promo code RADIO15 at morelabs.com to get 15% off your first purchase of the Life Hack Pack or any of their other great products. That's promo code RADIO15 to take advantage of this great promo of 15% off your first purchase at morelabs.com. You can finally do it all with help from More Labs. For those of you just joining us, I am talking with multi-Emmy award-winning journalist Armin Katane about his new book, Gambler, Secrets from a Life at Risk, about the legendary gambler Billy Walters. What fascinated me about his move to Vegas was his involvement with the computer group like you were talking about. I mean, sports bettors nowadays always talk about the algorithms or computer programs they use. And for me, modern sports betting seemed to stem from the computer group and the computer program written by Mike Ken, who who actually wrote the computer program because of a softball game, which was absolutely amazing to me. But yes. because of the computer group, Billy was indicted again because of his, uh, his involvement with the group. And it's amazing, speaking as a lawyer myself, how wrong the government understood the law in this situation. What was the government's case against Billy, and how did Billy defend himself during this case? Well, I think it's it's pretty amazing. I mean, that's a whole another. It is literally a chapter or two in yeah, the book. Yeah, it is. <laughs> um, and I think the government never believed that you could make money betting sports. They all they always felt that you had to be booking as well to to come up with the money that you would use to to gamble. And it was a you know it was an FBI agent who just. Um, Thomas Noble, how's that for a last <laughs> what, name? What an ironic uh, last name. What an ironic last name. And and Thomas Noble didn't know diddle-do about really how sports gambling in America worked. He heard a couple things, saw a couple things, um, put two and two together and got five, and figured that, oh, I've stumbled upon a massive sports betting operation controlled by organized crime. So they, first of all, he didn't understand that they were making bets, not taking bets. And that was really at the heart of the case 
is is that the government believes that this nationwide sports betting syndicate, not bookmaking syndicate, um, was making millions of dollars illegally and they were controlled by organized crime. And they raided all of these um, people's homes in uh, 1985. It wasn't until two weeks before the statute of limitations was going to expire in 1990 that the government indicted all these people. I think at the time it was 18 people, including Billy and, and, and Susan Walters, on the belief belief that, that they were committing um, massive crimes. Well, um, it, was a, it was about as big a swing and a miss yeah. as I think the government has taken in a, in a case in which untold amounts of money was spent and untold amounts of time was spent by FBI agents around the country. When the, when the case finally went to trial in 1992, um, Billy had some incredibly good lawyers mm -hmm. and Thomas Noble was completely undressed on the stand yeah. um, in terms of what he knew or didn't know about really sports gambling, laying off money, um, the, the operation of the group. I think it was a 120-count indictment. 50-something of them were not guilty. 60-something were not guilty. Another 50-something, the government declined after just being crushed um, by the jury, um, declined to prosecute. So, But what's interesting about that, Dave, as you know, having read the book, that put a target on Billy's back. Yeah. Um, and... You know, because he was the, I mean, Michael Kent wasn't indicted because he cooperated with the government and testified and said, hey, we're, we're making bets, not taking bets. Mm -hmm. But in the end, you know, Billy became the a kind of the high profile person in that case. Yeah. And from then on, um, you know, not just in, not just federally, but in the state of Nevada with attorney generals and local prosecutors who are trying to make a name for themselves. You know, you take down Billy Walters, that's a big feather in your cap. Yeah. And, you know, Billy, time and time again, um, I mean, the man's been indicted six times in his life, and mm -hmm. we'll, we'll get to the, the one that really sticks in Billy's craw for yeah, yeah. reasons that to me are, um, are just um, what the government did in order to, um, to set the trap and to publicize the the indictment and um, and then take Billy to trial is is really I wouldn't wish that on any American. No. So, but you know the, the computer group today is still. I mean, you guys are, are much more into that world. I spent mm -hmm. uh, you know enough time in it. And I should give credit where credit is due, and I will. Dave Satterfield, who um, uh, is another very very talented writer, was the former business editor of the. Um, the Miami Herald and the managing editor of the San Jose Mercury News. Um, I wrote the templates for those betting chapters um, and helped. But Dave was really the guy that was day to day with Billy and working with the brain trust and yeah. all the, you know, all the charts and the graphs and things you see in those two chapters are, you know, that was a group effort. Yeah. And, and Dave Satterfield had a, you know, he had a big hand in it. And, and cause I was up to my ears and the other, you know, 26 chapters. I, I got to tell you, what was astounding that I, that I found incredible was how Billy compiled information on what he was betting on during the time when the Internet wasn't there for him to use. I mean, he was collecting newspapers left from tourists to gather information on teams from around the country since, again, that was a time before the Internet. I mean, information wasn't at your fingertips, and I, I found that incredibly compelling how he did his magic getting new old newspapers what people thought were garbage he turned into gold that's exactly a great way to put it yeah. um i should have used that line in the there book you, but, uh, you know to, to go out to mccarran and to find the guy that's supervising the cleaning of planes that are coming in all day long from all over the country and he would have the crews that would come on the planes they would collect the newspapers the sports sections and they would pass them to the people that would go to the airport on behalf of Billy several times a day. But you think about that, the sports sections in those days 
were loaded with information yeah, yeah. and stories about the teams and the, the coaches and the morale and all of that stuff. And you're absolutely right. Um, at a time when, you know, people like Bob Martin and, and some of you know, Scotty Shetler, they were making lines, writing things down on a piece of paper. Billy's grabbing all this information, but he's also got people. I mean, at one point in time, he had, I think I, I, we wrote 1600, but I've listened to some interviews that Billy did. He said it was 1,750 <laughs> different um, places where he could get a bet down. And, you know, people speaking um, through voice changers, um, hiring people in Ireland to, to bet for him. Um, he went to such extraordinary, uh, incredible extremes to um, camouflage who was actually behind the bet in that cat and mouse game with the bookmakers, to me, that's another astonishing part of it. It's just an incredible life. And, mm-hmm. and I think one thing I want to make a point too, if you don't mind is, um, you know, kind of the last thing I wanted to do at this point in my life was to write another just pure sports book. Mm-hmm. And I think, as you said, Dave, and I really appreciate those words is, you know, this is a, this is a great book. Um, a fascinating book about a um, a one of a kind life yeah. and a man who sees things differently, um, who acts differently. This rags to riches story. It's also, as Billy said, he wrote it to try to inspire other people to look at their lives and say, you know what, if Billy Walters could do that, or if he could rise out of those ashes, maybe I can do something here too. So. What I've really liked in the reviews that have been on Amazon and other places is that the book resonates far beyond the world of sports. Yeah. Yes, there's his secrets are in there, the sports gambling, and <clears throat> yes, there's um, you know a lot of funny stories about gambling and golfing for unreal amounts of money. Mm-hmm. But the heartbeat of the book is really a story of, of a man who's lived this one-of-a-kind life. And in, in the end, I think a pretty inspiring life who has done more things for more people quietly um, and anonymously uh, to help others. Um, we all know people that have more money than they know what to do with, <clears throat> but they're very uh, protective of it or cheap about it. Mm-hmm. Billy has given away millions and millions and millions and millions of dollars um, from Opportunity Village on down to help other people, little people that otherwise um, wouldn't have been able to pay for a funeral or to to pay for um, healthcare unexpected healthcare expenses and stuff like that. That's what to me. Um, that's the Billy Walters I really I really like, and I and I um, I care deeply about him because he's just that one of a kind kind of a person when it comes to things like that. You know, I'm glad you mentioned that. I I didn't know how much he has given back through, like you said, Opportunity Village and Hope for Prisoners. I mean, it it seems like a side of Billy Walters that no one knows about. I totally agree with you. I mean, you know, look, there's Billy's not a saint. Um, Mm -hmm. Susan's a saint, as I said. (laughs) Billy, not so much in in certain ways. I mean, he he can be a cutthroat businessman, and Mm -hmm. you know, he he's he's very. opinionated and it's his way or the highway. And, you know, there were times, you know, I would literally be banging my head against my right in front of him. I'm like, Bill, we can't put another name in the book. We can't, I don't need the backstory here. Armin, I want to tell you the backstory. And then, but at the same time, I've seen him do things for people. And I, I think what really kind of grabbed my heartstrings was, I read all the letters that were written to the judge, Judge Castell, um, before Billy was sentenced on the insider trading case mm-hmm. in New York. It was hundred, at least a hundred letters. And yes, everybody from, you know, Senator Reed to Peter Jacobson to David Faraday, they all wrote letters. But the ones that really touched me were the ones that were written by employees that had worked for Billy for 20 something years, a bartender at one of his golf courses or, um, somebody who was a, 
you know, a sales manager at one of his um, automobile dealerships. And the and what Billy had done for them anonymously, quietly, to help get them out of a terrible situation um, was that's the Billy Walters that I was like, okay, that's the guy that we have to, you have to feel that guy in this book. Yeah. And, and I think that's, you know, to Bill's credit and to the credit of um, the editor and, you know, the amount of work I put into it, uh, you feel that. And, mm-hmm. and that's the Bill Walters that I hope in the end, when people finish the book, they go, wow, that's a, that's a unique, that's a unique individual. And that was part one of my interview with Armin Katane on the book Gambler, Secrets from a Life at Risk, the story of professional gambler Billy Walters. Come back next week for part two. But right now, stay tuned for more House of Cards. Auto Accident Help Desk is a marketing agency connecting callers with attorneys. Providers pay a fee for advertising services. I love getting my kids ready and driving them to school. But a careless driver can change your life in an instant. And insurance companies want to settle on the cheap. Auto Accident Help Desk connects victims with powerful lawyers. They fight for you. I called Auto Accident Help Desk and got help for my pain and suffering. Don't let an insurance company take advantage of you. Our attorneys fight and beat big insurance every day. Call 800-297-9766. 800-297-9766. If you've been injured in an automobile accident in the last six months, you owe it to yourself to make this free call with no obligation. We're available 24-7 to help you get the money you deserve for your pain and suffering. Auto Accident Help Desk helps accident victims like you every day. Call 800-297-9766. Beat in the House is brought to you by Thrive Fantasy. Experience a new way to play daily fantasy sports and esports on Thrive Fantasy. Choose your lineup of over-unders for top-tier athletes that have the biggest impact on the game. The more points the selection is worth, the riskier it is. Rack up the most points and win a share of the prize pool. Thrive Fantasy has contests for traditional sports, including the NFL, NBA, MLB, and the PGA, as well as eSport titles like Counter-Strike, League of Legends, and Valorant. Visit the prop lobby and build your entry of two, three, or four-player predictions. Choose correctly, and you could win big. Sign up with Thrive Fantasy today with promo code PIKE, and Thrive Fantasy will match your first deposit of $25 or more up to $250. That's promo code PIKE for a first deposit match up to $250. Come and prop up today with Thrive Fantasy. Terms and conditions apply. Must be at least 18 years old and in the United States to play. Void where prohibited. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. It's a casino. People gotta win sometimes. Now, if you'll excuse me, I have a giant, colorful check to deposit. Welcome to another edition of Beating the House. I'm Doug Weishaddle here with Dave Weishaddle. We're going to be crisscrossing the country, the North America, sometimes even the world. As a matter of fact, this week we will be crossing all over the world. Really? Uh, okay. To discuss some of the latest jackpots in the casino and lottery industries. Uh, if it's $100,000 or more, we will be talking about it on this show. Press releases. Please keep those coming in. We love hearing from everybody out there. This is the last show of the year for us yeah yeah a lot um, of jackpots we talked about uh, a lot of jackpots all through the year saw a lot of new games introduced yep, and uh, yep, yep. yeah hope to see a hell of a lot more games being introduced in the new year yeah I, well actually you were doing uh something on the blog about uh slots right about the christmas slots i've been doing uh, holiday I slots i should call it so. well when this airs it'll be after christmas so, so yeah the 12 yeah. days of slots miss has ended <laughs> i wonder how long they're going to keep the holiday slots on the online oh they're on year round they're on year round really yeah. i could i can play a christmas yeah, slot in christmas. the summertime really the Thanksgiving i didn't even know games that. are still up there the halloween games are oh, still up really? there okay the st patrick's days I, I see i thought they were for a limited time oh no okay no. No. All right. What they I'll do for out. what do what the casinos do for a limited time the online casinos anyway, what they do is they create a special heading on their menu bar that says holiday theme. It has a holiday oh, theme okay. name on it. See, I'm lazy. When say we just got done with Christmas and they had all their Christmas slots. When I log into the online casino, they're all up there at the top. 
So, you know, yep. I don't have to go searching around. They're the first slot machines that I see The online. most recently played, yeah. So, but not recently played. They're just there on the homepage because they're holiday slots. Oh, you mean slots. the featured games. Yeah, they're the featured games. So uh, I don't have to go searching around for them. I just assume when they're taken off, they're kind of taken off the site. But I no. guess not. No, so, okay. they're, they're year-round. So. Uh, so if you enjoy a holiday slot, it's probably yeah. still on the site. Okay. That's if, if good San- to know. That's if, a good tip. If Santa and his elves are paying out during yeah, Christmas, well, they may still pay out so, after Christmas. So if so. I want to play a Halloween-themed game, you I can, can play still them play them now. Wow, okay. Ma- matter of fact, one of the best ones still out there is Sleepy Hollow. All right. Well, I'll check that out. I didn't know that. Yes. So Back to beating the house, we have... Starting off, we're going out to Vegas. All right. We haven't done the Venetian too often. Mm-hmm. So we're going to be talking about what better way to break in a new high-limit gaming lounge than to give out a million dollars. Wow, okay. They didn't give it out. Someone won it. Let me rephrase <laughs> that. Giving it out is so they, the worst way to do that. So they just opened up the lounge recently. It, it, it's a recently opened high-limit gaming lounge at the Venetian on the Palazzo Casino floor. Oh, okay. Um, we have Scott Richter playing Dragon Link, and the reason I'm giving his last name out will become apparent in a second. All right. Scott Richter was playing Dragon Link, game by Aristocrat Gaming. He was doing 250 bucks a bet. Oh, okay. Yes, and he won the grand jackpot of $1,081,106. Wow. That's a good investment. Yes. You know, nor, I, I, that's a little out of my uh, betting range for slot machines, but uh, good for him. Well, this is a great investment for Scott because he's also what's known as a gaming and slot influencer. Oh, wow. I can't wait for that video, huh? And his nickname, oddly enough, is The Big Jackpot. Wow, that's nice. So we should be seeing the video for this on his channel at some point. So please, if you want, take a look at The Big Jackpot. I've never seen his channel myself. Okay. But congratulations to Scott. That's that's a great work. I I love his his nickname. I love that you should uh, trademark that or something, (laughs) you know? Well, we're going to be leaving Nevada. We're going up to California. We're going to Sacramento County. We've got Sky River Casino giving out two $500,000 jackpots this week. Two, huh? Two. All right. We have a first-time visitor from San Joaquin County going to the casino, Sky River, which is in Elk Grove, California, Sacramento County. Um, Won the progressive jackpot jackpot playing Ultimate Texas Mm Hold'em. That person hit for $538,993. We have a returning guest. A day or so after that, winning $534,121 playing face-up pie-gal poker. Wow, another great. Another pie-gal poker variant, the face-up pie-gal poker. I, I guess there was a uh, side bet involved. There's always a side bet no involved. No word on what he wanted on. No word okay. on what he wanted on. But, uh, again, it's just face-up. It's not pie-gal poker. It's just face-up pie-gal poker. Okay. Right. So uh, there had to have been a progressive involved with some of these, too. So, I would uh, think so. It, well, well, the progressive jackpot on uh, Ultimate Texas Hold'em. I wonder if they have the link games. I don't you know. know I don't know uh, how they do it in California. I, I, I don't know how Sky River does mm-hmm. it. Every, you know, everyone does it differently, but Sky River may have a link jackpot. Yeah, if anyone or, knows, give us an email. Exactly. So. Info at turnpikesportsradio.com. Send it over to us. We're going to go from California. Now we're going to Louisiana. We're going to the Delta Downs Racetrack Casino Hotel. Oh, okay. Now the Del- Delta Downs Racetrack Casino is also home to a three-quarter mile horse track. I, I got the racetrack part yes. of it. I, I kind of figured 15, that 15,000 square feet of gaming space, 1,500 gaming machines. And like I said, it's wow, open. Wow, that's pretty good it's size. It's a uh, you know? three-quarter race, three-quarter mile horse track race. It's nice. open 24 hours every day. One of the few in that area that are open 24 hours, mm. racinos that's anyway. good to know. Yes. We have a lucky guest from Texas in Louisiana. Uh, Mark is a Boyd's Rem- Rewards member. Okay. Uh, Boyd is one of the is the owner of Delta Downs, by the way. Since we're using a Boyd yep. Rewards member here, Boyd Gaming. Up, uh, he was, and according to the press release, full of holiday cheer. <laughs> he spun a, he was a playing Locket Link Huff and Puff game. Now we talk about Huff and We've Puff on the, before, uh, yeah. the the Jersey. I, there was rundown. Huff and Puff, and then there's something called Huff and More Puff. Huff and is more that Puff. is that right? This okay. is Huff and Puff, the original game. Oh, the original. Yes, classic. he was he was playing ten, Huff and, Huff he was Puff playing classic. the ten cent machine. Okay. No word on what the actual size of the bet was, but they but said it was, it was a, the ten cent machine. Cent, okay. He won one hundred thirty five thousand twenty bucks sixty six cents. Wow, nice. Yes, and actually, they seem to pay out an awful lot to Texas visitors because not too long ago, back in November, another Texan was visiting the uh, casino and won $664,000 playing Aristocrats Buffalo Grand. You know, 
we're saying Texans. It might not be that far away, depending on where in Texas are they from. I mean, if they're on oh, the yeah, eastern yeah. side of Texas, I'm it's just, probably not a long commute to uh, Delta Downs. I'm just pointing out the fact that mm-hmm. with Texas still fighting casino expansion, well, you yeah. know, this money could be going into Texas, not to Louisiana. Sure, sure. But we have Delta Downs benefiting from that. That six hundred sixty-four grand was won on a three dollars seventy-five cent bet. Nice. No word on what Mark uh, bet. Like I said, uh, got a couple lottery stories this week. A couple interesting ones. Uh, we've got the California Lottery announced that a sky cap from the San Francisco airport hmm. uh, was on his lunch break, and he bought his usual thirty dollars set for life game. Okay. Now he's been doing. So th- this. was this in the airport? Was this a like a store in the airport? Or he bought did- it at the. And I'll let me get it for you okay. here. He bought it at the lo- local liquor store oh. off off the grounds of the airport. He was oh. on his lunch break. Oh, okay. He's okay. a, a skycap, which is a porter at the okay. airport. Sure. Um, he uh, played the thirty dollars set for life game. He's been playing this. This is habit for him. Good. He goes on his lunch break. He buys the ticket. This time, a little different result. He won $20 million. Wow. Yes. So he's set for life. He's set for life. <laughs> there you go. Set for life. The he name actually, of the game and what you are now. Exactly. So, he, you know, he was. He didn't even think about winning it. He just he said he was doing this out of habit. He does it. He gets his lunch. He gets whatever else he gets at the Great. liquor store. Good for him. And yeah. he buys the ticket. So he had actually won $1,000 previously. Nice. Now he's a... Twenty uh, million dollars, yeah, yeah, and nice. the liquor store gets a hundred thousand uh, dollars. That's even great for the liquor store. Keeps the liquor store going. Sure. Going out to Colorado now. We have the Colorado Lottery. Actually, we have Lotto. dot com talking about their game Monopoly five hundred times scratch ticket through the Colorado Lottery. Kind of confusing, I know. That. Well, I'm I'm just curious. I, I know there are slot machines and other games, and I wonder how many games there are with the title Monopoly. I mean, it's, it's every, it seems like every time we're talking about a game, it's called Monopoly. We always have a Monopoly yeah, game. It's something Monopoly. I know the the big slot machines are Monopoly. And so, we're, hey, we live in New Jersey. Monopoly yes. is based in Atlantic City. So, you know, Monopoly is everywhere. Now, while this person was in Colorado... So this was a scratch ticket now? This is through the Colorado Lottery. It's right. a, no, it's a digital scratch ticket. Oh. Basically an instant game. Okay. Um, the Colorado Lottery, but they purchased it through Lotto.com. Okay. So uh, winning ticket went to a player from Colorado, active user on the platform, Lotto.com. Uh, used it by different tickets, participate in various games, bought the Monopoly 500X game, 500 times game, whatever, however you want to say it. It's, this is only a couple of months after the game was just introduced. Okay. Uh, this person won $3 million. Jeez. Top nice. prize. Top prize. So uh, technically that's yes. called a digital scratch yes, game? Yes, digital scratch. Okay. And you want to know how active the lottery commissions are with this? Okay. Two minutes after she won, she got a call saying she, she, she won. She got a phone call. Confirming the, call, <laughs> the, confirming I the mean, win. I mean, not a text, not an email. She got a phone call. She got call. a phone call. All right. Phone call hey. from the company only Very- two minutes after the draw happened. And the agents on the line confirmed that company representatives were already traveling to her place wow. to give her, to take the physical ticket from her, because wow. it's also a physical ticket, but it's a digital draw. Okay. Yeah. All right. And they were going to confirm the win in person as well and take wow. the actual ticket from her. That's that's efficiency. Yes. Well, let me tell you something. It's very interesting seeing how these lottery It's games... probably overwhelming for the winner. Uh, I mean, it's just this flurry of activity. I mean... You're, you're, you're caught up in the win, and you're excited about the win. Then all of a sudden, phone calls and people are coming to your place, huh? Well, we, we i, I got to get the clip from uh, Night of the Living Dead. We're coming to get you, Barbara. Yeah. Yeah, that's wow. basically what wow. they did. They called up and said they're coming to get the ticket. <laughs> We're coming so, over. Yes. So. I, it's kind of interesting seeing how these games are evolving. You can actually buy a, a digital draw game in a retail store, mm-hmm. you know, as well as going through online. Yeah. Which is kind of weird. I guess so. I yeah. guess I guess when you I do guess it, they have all the person's information online when you sign up at lotto.com so yeah. they have your phone number and they have your mm-hmm. address and they know if where you are. If it's through your account through lotto.com they got everything. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, so but uh, you know Jeez. it's kind of interesting that <laughs> okay. you know a physical t- I wonder if this was a printed out ticket. It doesn't I, say if she bought I, it out of store. She bought it through lotto.com but 
doesn't say where the I don't, printout I, I'm shocked from. they called. I'm shocked they went over, like, within minutes. I'm so. shocked they need to go get the physical ticket from well, her I, instead uh, of pulling it out of well, her account. Well, I, I think, you know. Yeah, maybe. I, think, I don't you, know. I think they probably do everything. Yeah. I mean, you know. Well, we'll see. Anyway, right now we're going to go. Uh, that's it for this week's uh, Beat in the House. Congratulations to all the winners we talked about in the show here, as well as all the winners out there that we didn't talk about. There's plenty more. We just do $100,000 or more on this show, but there are plenty of winners out there. So congratulations to everybody, and uh, we'll see you next week. Well, that'll do for us this week. We'll see you next time with House of Cards. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.